2: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: Hey, girls, welcome back to Unfazed and Unbothered. I'm Camo. I'm Tasia. Um, So today, you know, we had to rush over to Best Buy and get a new Yeti microphone because our equipment said RIP. Um, Last week, there was a lot of interruptions, so um, we just can't do that anymore. I wish we were, like, technical gurus because I did get two mics, but we're, like, either I'm just stupid or... (laughs) Something's just not working, so we're gonna be sharing this microphone until further notice. Um, hopefully, y'all can hear us very cute and gorgeously. So, yeah. <laughs> um, what's new? What's what's tea? Any any juice this week?
3: The only tea, the only juice that I have is this big ass sty on my eye, and the fact that I pulled out all my lashes this morning. Because it needs to heal. And honestly, like I'm living for the no lash look. Like, Are you really? I kind of am, really. And it's summertime, so I might like let them rest. Uh, I've been going to the tanning bed and a tan makes you look better anyways. And so I'm just trying to just embrace it. Um, so if you see me on video and you like can see my red eye, that's why. It's not even a sty though. I thought it was a sty. They said it was something else, like blast from clitoris or something. Blast
1: and clitoris.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, but I took my lashes out and putting this ointment on it, so whatever. But yeah, I'm actually living for the no lash look. You know, we love a natural beauty. A natural clean.
1: woman.
3: Um But also like I think that like I'm just kind of getting tired of the lashes because it really does like take over your face and I just I'm I'm just kind of tired of it which I'm kind of glad that I'm tired of it because we love that we love a gorgeous thriving beauty queen but I'm also like stressed out in the meantime because we're doing this episode and both kids are here Mm -hmm. Princeton is Living the dream, and Greenlee is taking a nap, so if I, like, get up during this, it's to check on the kids, so please, you know, just kind of be under... Standing of that because I feel like a lot of people have said something about me on the podcast a lot. Like, I don't take it
1: serious. Like, I really well, do. you have kids like, here, so you got to go take care of them if they start crying or something.
3: Yeah, but like also there's like a lot of times where sometimes we have to do this last minute and the kids are not at a babysitter's house. Um, yeah, I'm supposed so. to go
1: to LA tomorrow and we had to rush and do two episodes today, a little last minute trip, so... I'm not fully prepared today, but, um, yeah, but you're also driving now.
3: I know. And I'm so excited about that. So the license situation was like very traumatizing and I am scarred because <laughs> I literally was supposed to get my license on February 3rd and I didn't get it back until literally a few days ago. And, you know, I've been told for over a year that I could get a license and all these things. It was a huge process to get the information that I need, the paperwork. And when I went up to the DMV twice, they told me that basically I was not eligible until 2025. And I was like, well, who am I speaking to on the phone? Like, am I dreaming? Like, what's going on? So they had to do some digging. And they're like, yeah, we called corporate, our corporate office. And they said, you are eligible um, in the computer, it just kind of confused us because you have all these things. And I'm like, yes, I know I used to be, um, a wild girl. I'm a recovered, sober beauty queen. Um, but yeah, like anytime I explain like my, my driving history and stuff, like people are like, how, like, I don't understand. And I'm like, girl, like I got all of my charges before I was 21. So they pretty much threw the book at me. So I'm honestly blessed that I even got a license. So yes, I am very grateful, cute and gorgeous for that. Um, but yeah, I'm, i honestly feel like a huge weight has just been lifted off my chest.
1: You feel free. I'm sure.
3: I do. And like, also like, I feel like I can do things for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, usually if the kids have doctor's appointments, my husband's having to get off work and do all these things. And it's a lot. And like, not only that, but like, even when, you know, the kids go to a babysitter, like it's, it takes a village to get them there and back and all these things. So like, I'm just, I'm genuinely just so thankful to be one step
1: further than I was when I didn't have a license. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know I feel like I'm going in circles, but like no, but it's very it's very exciting, and you've spent now so long without driving, and like now you, girl, she can hit up Target.
3: And also, like I was really nervous to drive again, but. I just did it. Like, the first day I got my license back, I was, like, telling Gavin, I was like, I don't want to go get the kids. Maybe we should just wait till you get off of work. And he was like, well, you can get the kids. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I just went to get the kids. I drove on the highway. Everything was very good. Like, honestly, I'm not a bad driver. Like, the the issue between me now and back then is, like, I was always, like, very immature. Um, You know what I'm saying? Like, my mind wasn't where it was supposed to be. And so, like, that gives me peace today knowing, like, you're in a in a way better place like you can drive you're a safe driver like you don't have to stress about the roads. Obviously like p- other people may not be good drivers, but as long as I'm just doing my best, everything is going to be best best best.
1: Yeah, you're going to be fine. So you, you feel fully comfortable now, right?
3: I feel so comfortable. Yeah, I don't even I don't even stress about it.
1: Speaking of stress, I don't usually smoke these bitches, but this past week I've been very stressed, so Do your thing, honey. Please forgive me, y'all. So this last week was full of emotions for me. Um, I don't really want to get too deep and personal, but this past week has been... I've been very high emotion. I've been, like, looking at my whole life as a whole and, like, you know, just really reassessing. And, like, so to spare all the nitty-gritty details... We're going to talk about love bombing, gaslighting, and, you know, just manipulation in relationships, period. Um, so, you know, I did start seeing somebody very briefly. Um, I'm not somebody who, like, is really comfortable sharing, like, my personal, like, like the nitty-gritty details of, like, who I'm seeing and, like, you know, whatnot, um, maybe if I was like more secure in like a long- term relationship, then y'all you know, get little cute little boyfriend tag videos or something like that, whatever. um, whenever I cross that bridge. But <clears throat> this was very new and very sudden. but yeah, I'd like met this guy, and um, it was crazy. It was just like it, it was like the universe. like we both and we both kept saying that. like it was so intense. I've never met somebody, and like the moment we met, like, we just clicked like and it, it just felt like it made sense there was just like a lot of passion a lot of chemistry a lot of affection and like we spent several days together and like it was happening very quick and i am typically somebody who is very like hesitant to get involved with people to letting people in my life like i love meeting people i love talking to people but as far as like getting to know somebody and letting them in and like get to know the real me That doesn't happen. I don't... I rarely do that. For at least the past three years, I have, like, put my foot down. Like, I don't need a man. I don't want a man. I'm not looking for a man. And then I wasn't looking for one. And then, boom, this whole situation transpired. And then we just, like... The things he was telling me was just, like, so... Something out of a movie. And, like, I really don't want to share all the personal details because, like, I'm actually really hurt by the situation. Um, And I've spent the past few days just, like, honestly getting really drunk and um today waking up sober and just really thinking about the whole situation um things didn't work out uh, which is fine you know realistically it's not the end of the world we we didn't know each other that long but it's just crazy because it felt like he had every check marked like met all of my qualifications and exceeded them at that especially the way he treated me and talked to me and like made my body feel and it was just like it was it felt like everything i've been asking the universe for for years um but you know what there were some lessons i learned a lot of lessons in that short little affair um you know i feel like he really was like a wake-up call for me you know I hadn't been, like, sleeping around with people for a long time. You know, after my mother passed away, I kind of, like, honestly lost a lot of my sex drive. Um, But I don't know. When I met him, it was just, like, we couldn't keep our hands and our mouths off of each other. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I learned a lot of lessons. I learned, like, one, like, I really don't want to give myself to anybody that, easily like even it just felt real like i usually am not the type of person that's like oh let's hook up on our first date but like we both just felt overwhelmed with emotions and um yeah i learned that i don't want to keep doing that i don't i don't want to keep like fooling around with people i don't want to i really don't want to do anything until i know like i'm secure with if and when i you know cross that bridge again with somebody if i cross that bridge again with somebody cuz i honestly just feel like i have the worst luck with men. And that is one reason why I've not tried to get involved or invested in anybody's life because I already just tell myself it's not going to work or they're going to either like cheat on me or something, which has always been the case. Um, He was a very nice guy, but I don't know things didn't work out but also like he just really like put me like it was weird like a, a, I feel like a switch flipped in me the day before I had met him where I like had this revelation you know um, for those who don't know I used to be a lot heavier than I am now I lost 120 pounds and over the past few years I have gained a lot of that weight back and ultimately Can you
3: your leg a little or- I've
1: always like you know I've always Sorry. wanted to be skinny or whatever like slim thick at least I don't want to be super skinny I got really skinny before and I look like a crackhead but um over the past two years my weight has really fluctuated quite a bit and I would like go into like little modes where I was like really geared up and like I would lose a good 10 15 20 pounds but then I would ultimately always gain it back um but I don't know like I've been really back on my shit like back in the day like when I like kickstarted my weight loss I Just had like this revelation because I was telling myself for years, like one day, one day, one day, one day I'll be skinny, one day I'll be skinny, blah, 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 blah. But then one day I woke up and was like, that one day will never come if I don't have a day one. Um, And then it just like was like a light switch. Same thing happened the day before I met him. And I have since, I have not went to any fast food. I have not eaten over 1500 calories in a day. I've not eaten past 8 p.m., which is ultimately what I you know, did, um, years back when I lost all that way. And I just feel so determined and motivated right now more than I have since, you know, being small. Like, I don't know the past few years, a lot has happened. Like I, you met me at such a pivotal moment in my life. Um, you met me at like the last chapter of goodness, if you will. Like you came into my life right before me and my roommates all had falling outs. I moved out. Um we started working at um Top Dog together. And previously and now again, I had, you know, an eating disorder with binge eating. It was a coping mechanism. It was how it was my escape. Like I wasn't using hard drugs, but I was eating 3 to 5000 calories a day, which is so not good for you. Um and then so yeah, you met me I was still skinny back then and then I, we're working in the restaurant. That wasn't helpful, but I was still doing kind of good. Like you remember I was, I was pretty keto back then. Um, but then my ex cheated on me. That kind of set me off for like two years, got me off kilter, gained a big, big chunk of weight. And then my mom got sick. That happened. And it just, I just spiraled after that. And like, then once I kind of like regained myself from, That the trauma of being cheated on and that relationship ending and then losing my mother, then boom, TikTok. I started blowing up on there. And every day was like, celebrate, let's go out. Yay, accomplishment, party, party, party. Let's have a good time. And so I've not really been able to really nurture my mind, body, and spirit and like really take care of my health and prioritize it. So I don't know. Even though that situation didn't work out, I feel like it really – It was a wake-up call for me in a lot of ways, a lot of ways. And so I feel really motivated. I've, I started, I've, like, written, like, five songs in the past two days, which I have not been writing music this entire year. I've not been inspired. And now I'm just, like, writing the best songs I've ever written. And, like, the lyrics, oh, my God, I'm so excited. Um, But, yeah, you know what? You, You live and you learn. No love lost. I do hope or wish him well. I do, you know, I don't hate him. Um, he wasn't a bad guy. It just didn't work out. Um, but moving on, um, well, let's talk about the love bombing though, because that is a big thing. And, you know, I feel like some people think that they hear these new terms and then they just keep getting regurgitated again and again and again, and it becomes like trendy to use them. But I think over time, like as we grow as a society, we're learning What I mean, we're learning, like, how to put these situations to words. Like, love bombing, like, it's always been a thing, but it's no one's really known how to, like, put it into words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I feel like with him, you know, and I know this is, like, something that a lot of people go through, they meet somebody and it's just, like, so intense and so passionate and so, like, sparks flying and it just, like, doesn't make sense and it comes out of nowhere and then they fill your head up, like, oh, you're an angel. You are so beautiful. You are good at everything. You are the greatest thing that's walked into my life. Where have you been all my life? Blah, They really make you think, think like- I think too
3: though, like it, it comes to a point where like, if somebody hasn't been like in a relationship for a certain amount of time or and vice versa or whatever, I think that sometimes like in that moment, they genuinely feel all these things. And then, like, what you're saying, like, if somebody else comes along or, like, an old fleeing comes along, like, they're going to gravitate towards that because that's what they're familiar with. And, like, even, like, I'm speaking from experience. There's been times where, like, I really wasn't with anybody for so long that, like, when I finally, like, was talking to somebody, I felt the same way. And then, like, when things didn't work out and I looked back on it, I'm like, honestly, like, I really didn't even feel for you that way. You know what I'm saying? It's just being the fact. Sometimes being alone for so long, like, you even a little bit of emotion, you might cling to. I think a lot of people can relate to that because,
1: I mean, it's a thing. It really is. It is, but my thing is, is like, be realistic and like, don't, don't be a fucking love bombing piece of shit. Like, don't fill somebody's head up with all these things because, you know, I opened up to him about my trust issues. I basically gave him all the tea and all the juice and then he was like, Oh, don't worry. This is magic, Blase. It was just like so much. It was very intense, and it sounds so corny. And like, I literally got stepped out of character, but like, I feel like the last week was so manic. I mean, I was really acting on emotion and the vibe, but um, yeah, don't like if you're. And he claims like he really meant everything he said and blah blah blah, but like I really think what it comes down to is he wasn't really out of the closet. And, you know, while we're on the topic, there are two different types of out of the closet. Like there are people who are in the closet because they are ashamed and they don't have any intentions of ever coming out and owning their truth um, for what one reason or another. And then there's the people who are in the closet and they just haven't met the person to come out of the closet for, you know? And I asked him, I'm like, what category do you fall in? And he was like, oh, I would come out like if I'm, you know, if it was right. So um, I think he was just going back and forth with that. And also my intuition, plus I had a reading that just kind of confirmed my intuition. And like, I really think that he had some other entanglement that was like kind of lingering. And then they try to like come back and got his attention off me. I don't know. Um, But no point in crying over spilt milk. I've kind of, I'm, I'm not over it, but, like, I'm getting over it. I'm going to be fine. Don't worry, girls. I'm going to be good as a golden goose. Um, and honestly, it's, I think everything happens for a reason, and I really think that I was supposed to meet him for this reason. Also, like, he kind of, like, showed me everything that I really want in a partner. Like, I when my Casanova knight in shining armor comes and swoops me off my feet like if he ain't got his hands and mouth on me all day and all night girl it's a no for me I don't need gifts I can buy myself shit okay give me your time and your touch that's the only thing I really that's my love language like some people love to give gifts I love to personally give gifts but I don't really care about or have an expectation to get gifts back um so anyways um but like gaslighting too like I can't stand. You know what? We should go on a break, actually.
2: Yes, we'll be right back. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start.
1: okay we're back um but gaslighting let's pick back up on that so gaslighting for those who don't really have like a good understanding of what that is that's like when you go in or like have a situation or something and um you know the other person has a different recollection or they're like trying to manipulate you into believing that's not how it happened that's not what was said even though you know fully that's what was said and what happened and like you know It was that particular situation was so intense. And so I was like trying to pump the brakes. I was like, we need to slow down because this is too intense and I'm too into it. And he was like, I'm too into it. Motherfucker started tearing up on me one day and was like, so crazy. And then when all was said and done, he said, I didn't know how to tell you things were moving too fast. Motherfucker, I told you that. I told you I didn't want to give this because we were moving too fast. Um, so I felt like he was a gaslighter, beat, but I can't stand a gaslighter. That's like one of my biggest things. Like people, I have, can't tell you how many people out there you'll experience something with. And then later on, y'all get in an argument about it. And they're like, nope, that's not how it happened. I did not say that.
3: Yeah, a lot of people are like that
1: they live in a delusion. It's like e- either they're just like really good liars or they are just so much of a liar that they start believing their own delusion. Yeah. Um but yeah, girls. Life is crazy. But you know what? Let's let's um change the mood. I wanted to tell you this story. I didn't tell Teja this yet because I wanted to save it for the podcast cuz it was so funny. Um so this morning, I woke up And I was leaving to come over here. And I saw my grandmother in the floor next to her bed. And I got really scared. Like, I dropped everything in my hands. And I was like, are you okay, Mimi? Like, what's going on? And, like, to paint you guys a picture, she's got, like, this side table on the wall right here. And then her bed's, like, there's, like, a three-foot clearance in between her nightstand and her bed. And she was wedged in between the nightstand and the bed. And her bed is, like, four feet off the ground. It's pretty high up. Um, She fell off the bed. And I was, like, so worried that she, like, hurt herself. Bitch, when I went in there panicking, trying to help her up, I was like, what the fuck happened to you? And she goes, I fell out of bed. I was having a dream that I slapped a bitch. (laughs) And she said, and I reached over to slap her and it woke me up. I fell on the floor. She was running her damn mile. <laughs> You're lying. On my mother's grave. I don't know who she was fighting in her dreams, but she was so pissed. She was just talking about this bitch when she was in the floor and I was like helping her up. And she's like, that dumb bitch. <laughs> I'm like, it What's was so
3: crazy is like you literally like do her voice so well. <laughs> like literally you sound just like her. So it makes it so much more funny. <laughs>
1: She's Holy so day. country. I, I love Mimi. She's crazy. She is, and she but she's so sweet. She is. Uh, but I, I hope she's okay. I hope she didn't hurt herself, but there, <laughs> she was is, so funny. Is there
3: like a head on there? Or is that just the ointment?
1: It's the ointment. Okay, I was like. <gasps> don't mess with the girl.
3: No, I am not. I don't think I'm going to get any more lashes. Like, I really like am liking the no lashes. I don't know what's going on. It's weird because I had them off when I was pregnant with Princeton and I hated it. So what's going on?
1: Well, I think it's just catching up to you now and you're seeing, like, what can happen. But also, if you just use, like, a good-ass mascara, you will be totally fine.
3: Uh, well, also, they're like, I'm just, like, tired of, like, going to get them done. It's so, so long. And then... I never, like, look in the mirror and I'm like, wow, I look so good with these lashes. The only time I ever feel like that is, like, when I first get them done. And they do look really, really good all the time. Really, for the most part, they do. Unless they're, like, really falling out or, like, whatever. But, like, it's just... I guess you just get so used to it that you can't really appreciate them anymore, I guess. Um And I just, like, you miss, like, seeing your actual face. But, like, this gets me on the subject. So there's this girl. I'm not going to, like, say who it is or whatever. Like, this happens to a lot of people. I, like, genuinely think she's pretty. And I don't know how – I guess she had made a video and she has, like, gotten plastic surgery or whatever – And when I saw a picture of what she looked like before, I was, like, actually shocked because she looks completely different. And she was, like, I thought she was pretty now, but she was very pretty then. And so, like, I feel like when – I don't want to get into, like, a habit of, like, trying to, like, change how I look. And I know this people are probably like, it's just lashes, girl. But, like, no, it's a thing. Like, it starts off with one thing and then you start obsessing over another. And, like, that is something, like, I don't want to get into. And so, like, I just want to appreciate the way that I look because – I don't know. It's like, a. it opens your eyes a lot when you like see people doing that because like, even like the girl got like, I'm pretty sure she got a nose job because I mean, she literally looks like a completely different person and she's gotten all these things done. And like, she's literally nothing is wrong with her. And like, I saw her like on a live talking about a tummy tuck and like, I'm dead ass serious. Like, she has no loose skin, no nothing. And so I'm like, I do not ever want to be like that. Like, I'm grateful that I don't have to be like that. And I know, like, I do take things, like, a little far sometimes when it comes to my weight and shit like that. And that's why, like, I was on the subject of, like, getting a tummy tuck. And when I, like, actually sit down and think about it, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. You know you what I'm really saying? You really don't
1: need to because you, I mean, you, you've pushed two babies out of you, like. And it's still fresh. Like, your skin has still so much time to go back. And, like, you were already skinny before. So, like, you didn't, like, spend so much time with your stomach stretched out. So, like, you don't have, like, super saggy skin at all. Or anything even close. Um, But, like, I don't know. I feel like once you do start doing, like, body modifications, you do become Addicted, yeah. Yeah, because, like, last summer I got my under eyes filled and my lips filled and I I made an appointment when I go to LA to get more work done, so.
3: Yeah, like, I just don't wanna, that's why, like, I never did, like, microblading on my eyebrows and shit, too, because, like, I'm just, like, too scared to do that. But, yeah.
1: Shit. I don't know, girls. We still had, like, a lot of questions from last week's episode, but we had so much interruption, so we couldn't really get into all the questions so we're gonna go on another break really quick i'm gonna collect the best questions and we're gonna come back Okay, girls, so I've gathered a few of my favorite questions. Um, I want to start with this one. This one was from GTFOKXLS. Get the fuck out something. Um, what made you and Tasia click when you first met each other?
3: So I said that it's literally like love at first sight. Like I'm dead serious. Like we just clicked automatically. Like there was no awkward nothing. No. Like we we hung out
1: the same day we the met. The
3: same day. And then it was literally every day for the rest of history. Like, <laughs> seriously. Like, my mom was like, what's going on? Like, are you dating somebody? I was like, no. What's really funny is like the first time I told my mom I was hanging out with you, she was like, a boy, Tasia? Because I had just gotten out of rehab. And she was like, "Are you, we don't need to go down this road again. And I was like, he's, he's, gay. L- he's gay, mom. And she was like, I don't believe you. And like Kim came over to my house and she's like, oh yeah, okay, period. Yeah,
1: have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: it was, was crazy though. My mom was, like, my mom was like, Kim is so pretty. Like I literally would mistake him as a girl. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I told you.
1: Yes, honey. It was crazy I I remember like being at Top Dog and like, I was just like, Telling you about, like, tables and shit. And, like, we just started laughing, like, literally the moment we met. And we were just cutting up. We were already fucking talking shit about the fucking hicks that were in there. And we were just cackling, like, the whole shift. And then I think the next day, I came not picked pick you up from your house. And we went to the thrift store and went back to my house, got fucked up. Good times. We were drinking Jack and Coke. Jack and Coke in my solo cook. That was, like, our thing. Yeah. Was the Jack and Code. Or the 1800.
3: Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? And my ass would be like, I'm not a lightweight bitch. Cam would be like, all right, Tasia, you're cut off. And I'd be like, no, I'm fine. No,
1: I had to cut this bitch off, y'all. Like, she is such a lightweight. You get like three (laughs) Trulies in you and you're like,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Woo Holy shit. That's why me and alcohol don't mix. We just don't. Like, I think some people have a chemical imbalance where it just like, you know makes you act like a lunatic and that is me like i see these things on tiktok and like people like making jokes about it and they'll be like when you say you have when you say you're gonna have one drink and then you end up like at a random person trailer that you met at the bar and like it's funny but like in the moment like that shit is seriously like so not good Mm -mm. and i feel like if you act like that when you drink you should not drink and i am one of those people i can't explain to y'all how many times i've ended up at random people's houses um, when I have been drinking or just doing dumb shit. Like, bitch, you don't need to drink. You need to fucking drink some water, eat some bread and go to sleep. Go to bed, bitch. You're done. <laughs> um, What's another question?
1: Um, What do you do when your friends start hating on your success? So this is a very relevant question for me and for you, really. Um, I have had several friends kind of act like, you know, kind of funny with me or they, you know, make it seem like I owe my platform to like vocalize on certain things or, you know, like campaign for them when they have like GoFundMes and whatnot or like they have like a shitty product they just on a whim invested in and like they start getting bitter because you're like, this is a business. Like, I I want to see all my friends thrive and whatnot, but you can't you know really expect me to be a tool for your success. I had to grow on my own. You had to grow on your own. We both have something going for ourselves, and like when we when two worlds collide, it's beautiful, cute, and gorgeous. But like picking somebody up from the ground, from squ- square one, from scratch, like that's not my duty. That's not my you know responsibility um and not only that like some friends I think they just they have like trouble adjusting or, or watching you you know kind of switch up your lifestyle you know I, I went from literally scraping change out of my 99 Honda Civic hatchback um paying for gas with four dollars and change embarrassing to now I literally can do just about anything I want Um, and people watching that happen, especially people that you, you know, were in bad circumstances with in the past, when they see you start coming out of that and they see you like doing something for yourself, they're like, ah, Cam thinks he's too good for us, even though I'm still hanging out with you bitches all the time. And like, I remember one time I had a really close friend of mine. We're still really good friends. I just had to have like a really intense come to Jesus with them. But this person like told one of my other best friends, like, I wonder how long it's going to be before Cam has to step back into the real world and get a real job. And I'm like, I I held on to that for a long time and I never addressed it. And then finally, like the opportunity arose. And I was like, you know what? Now that you mentioned this topic, I want to address something I heard from through the grapevine. And I fully believe what my friend was telling me. She had no reason to make that up or lie. And that sounds also like something he would say. So, you know, speaking of gaslighting, he tried to gaslight me in that situation. It was like, yeah. started crying. It was very dramatic. And he's like, I can't believe out of all the years of friendship, you would think that I don't support you because I used to really ride for you and your music and blah, blah. I go back to the beginning with you. And it was just like, look, dude, I know all of that. I've known that you've said this for a while um, and I'm just addressing it now. I I didn't go anywhere for a reason. Like I know people say stupid shit out of spite and out of jealousy, um, but you definitely have to keep an eye open because you just never know. But I really feel like after I had that, like come to Jesus with him, it really kind of catapulted our friendship in a different direction. And I think we're closer than ever now um, emotionally, like mentally. Um, But I don't know, people will start getting funny with you when you start taking off.
3: Yeah, I've had a lot of friendships. Actually, most majority of my friendships I don't have anymore because of the exact same reason. You know, I've been on social media for 10 years. And, you know, in high school, you know, obviously when you're a teenager, kids think that all that stuff is cool. Um, And they try to take advantage or just hang out with you so you can post a picture with them and they can get followers and blah, blah, blah. Um, With that being said, I actually got a lot of people, like, a huge following back then. Um, And we no longer, I mean, I talked to a few of them, but not really, like, I'm not close with them anymore. Um, And I definitely don't hang out with them. But, like, there are multiple people that, you know, during my addiction and shit like that, we fell out anyways. But they weren't a genuine friend to begin with. And so that they didn't have to, I guess... Tell people what happened in our friendship. They always said, "Oh, Tasia's a junkie," or "Tasia's this," or "Tasia's that." But they never, they never say like their their parts in the friendship either. Because one thing about me is I've always owned up to the things that I've done. Um, if I was in my addiction or whatever, I've always said that I'm very transparent about everything I've done. I was not always a good friend, um, but when it comes to friendships based around social media, that's just something like I don't really tolerate anymore. Um, if that's even brought up, I'm pretty much probably not going to hang out with you again. It's just fucking weird. It is, weird. and yeah, like nobody does that. I'm not going to go out of my way and and make time for people that want to gain something from me. Why is it a friendship's not supposed to be like that anyway? A friendship is supposed to be where you guys are just friends, you know, for each other. Has nothing to do with what you do for work or what I can gain from you. You know what I'm saying? It's more like how are we together as people? Like, what do we do that makes us happy? I don't want to hang out with somebody and then, then bring up my job. You know what I'm saying? Because that's is what social media is. And I don't care what people say about it. People are like, Oh, it's not a job, blah, blah, blah. Um, Uh, There's there, there, but there's also times where like, it's so hard doing social media that like, I cry sometimes not because it's hard on, on all these things. Yes, it's hard, but also being the fact that like, I stay home with kids. So like, I never get a break. I don't get to have the weekends off and do these things. I have to do shit on the weekend. It's Monday through Sunday thing every fucking day. And that's something that I was willing to do when I stopped working at the job that I had a year ago. That is something that I had to commit to. Um, But there's, you know, people, this really rubs me the wrong way too, like people that literally got followers because I tagged them in pictures and like I'll see them on TikTok and it'll be like, used to be a Viner. No, you did not. Nobody even knows who you are. I don't even know why you're saying that. Um, literally, like, that's so that's so weird. It's weird, and I've never understood it. Um, and, and the worst part is, is, like, the person, like, when it comes to the sexual assault, if you know what I'm talking yeah. about, that whole situation, yeah. I saw one of her uh, accounts, and that's what it had said, used to be a Viner. And I'm like, no, girl. No, you did not. No, you did not, but okay, period. Um, but yeah, and then the whole other situation with the girl that always still to this day runs her mouth about me. Um, her Instagram actually got taken down and she had to make a whole new one. Did it really? It sure did. Fuck and yes. Yeah, so, so, so sorry about it, honey. Um, but yeah, and she is a moocher. She's a moocher. And everybody that she used to be friends with, um, they're no longer friends with her anymore. And actually, one of the girls followed me on TikTok, and I'll show you who that is, that she's be friends with. And I'm like... So y'all see that she is she is the fucking
1: problem. Remember when your last, last girl brought that bitch up?
3: Yeah, and oh my gosh, people have an obsession. And I genuinely used to think that, like, I never understood that. But, like, I remember I used to have people tell me, like, your friends are actually, like, kind of obsessed with you. And I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, I'm just telling you, like, sit back and wait for it and watch. You'll see in a few years. People that I have not seen or talked to in five-plus years do the most to try to get information those, those, about those what the fuck I'm on doing social
1: media trying to drag you through the dirt it's like I'm like girl, girl
3: I forgot your name I don't even remember where on. yeah I don't even remember half our memories anymore like it's so fucking old now like I was a child um but also like I think too when you have kids like you have to grow up and you have no choice but to grow up and like you're just as a mom, like I'm in a completely different, I'm on a completely different level than the people I used to be friends with. They don't, most of them don't have kids. Actually, none of them have kids. So like, their level of maturity and mine, we're on two completely different levels. That's why, like, when people are asking, like, what happened with you and so and so, blah blah blah, I'm like, who even is that? Like, I'm not gonna sit here and I'm not gonna make a whole TikTok for them, like, and address right. what happened. Like I've said multiple times, we're not friends. Like the with the girl that I'm not gonna say names because I always get worried, like, because if like legal shit and all that, but like. With her, literally, there was no reason that we even had a falling out other than the fact that she was a pathological fucking liar, um, and I helped basically promote a, a business that was falling under. And then when we stopped being friends because I got tired of the how toxic she was, um, she was like saying all these things about me that weren't true. The only thing that she said that was true was the fact that I was a crazy, crazy on drugs because back then I was, I was on drugs. Um, so you're right about that. But as for everything else... But didn't
1: she do drugs with you?
3: She didn't. I don't, I don't think she ever did drugs, but she... I would get fucked up. Yeah. And I never did drugs around her either. The only thing we did together was drink. Um... I would admit that like the day before I would go over there or something like with the guy that I was dating at the time, we would do like pills and shit. So I think that she tried to like use that to make me feel some type of way. But I'm like, you can't make some, you can't shame the shameless. Like that was way back then. You can't sit here and and continue to call me um, a druggie because I no longer do drugs anymore. And then like for her coming for me about the fact that I was 21 and had a three month old and she's hanging out with 19 year olds and 20 year olds that had multiple kids. And I'm like. But
1: 21, like that is such a normal age. Like people are 16 and pregnant. But
3: that's what I'm saying. like. That's how I knew that there was some kind of fucking level of jealousy and obsession because I haven't talked to you in so many years and I have a child and you're talking bad about my child. Like they're She was just
1: itching for a reaction. A
3: reaction. And even people on her live were like sticking up for me. They were like, you have friends that are younger than Tasia and has more kids than Tasia. Not only that, but you're literally talking about somebody that... Doesn't even remember you. So far like,
1: removed from your life. Yeah,
3: completely. Like we haven't talked in years, and like that was her way of, I guess, getting people to watch her live. Like what? It's just embarrassing. Um, so, yeah, I I completely understand that, and that's why I don't have friends. Like I'm dead serious. Like I do have a trauma when it comes to friends, and yeah, I joke it off a lot, but it's a serious thing. Like. I can't, even when I meet new people and I'm like, oh, like they have the potential to be such a good friend. They bring up social media. And then that's it for me. Like, I can't do that. Like, I literally can't. And like, it used to not be a red flag because back in the day I was like, oh, like they're just being nice. But I had, I literally had to learn the hard way. So like anytime social media is brought up or like pictures and video, all that shit, I'm like, okay, like won't be seeing you again. Like not (laughs) going, yeah, not going out of my way. And like, I'm not trying to sound like a bitch at all, but like I have gotten burned so many times that way, and I just can't tolerate it. I just can't. People don't understand that, like, you're a normal human being and you have a life, and I am normal. Like, I've been through probably some of the most, some of the worst things a human can go through, and yet I'm still looked at like, like a different person because I have people that follow me on platforms like I just want to be looked at like a normal person I want to have because we're not friendships. fucking
1: Beyonce and Lady Gaga
3: and exactly and I feel like people don't understand that like and that scares me too because like <laughs> You cannot allow people to get too close to you in this world, anyway, because the moment they find out one little thing, they'll try to like they'll burn use it you. Against you. Yeah, now. use it against you. And so, like, I just would rather not have friends because right now, like, I'm focused on the friendships that I have, which is you, <laughs> and 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 my family. Like, that's it. That's all I have time for. Like, I'm I'm too busy for the drama. Um, and there's been times where even recently, like people are like, you know, so-and-so still talking about, you and I'm like, well, good for them. Like, yeah, like good for them. Like, I I don't have anything to say, you know, like I know a lot of things that people have done in their past and just because I'm not friends with them doesn't mean I'm going to be like, oh yeah, years ago, she was this, she was that. I don't care. And I'm sure nobody else cares because we've all, we all have a past. We've all done things we're not proud of. Um, yeah, years ago, maybe I wasn't a good friend. Maybe I was a druggie. Maybe I was this. Maybe I was that. But I'm not today, and that is where we're at. So I don't know why people bring up the past. But I think that wraps up today's episode, honestly. Like, I feel so much better getting that off my chest. Yeah. And I am ready to
1: slay the day. Okay, well, we're going sl- <laughs> to we're gonna slay more of these questions on next week's episode. Um, we are going to record another one right after. So when you're getting this episode, I'll be out in LA, hopefully getting... My lip's done. will be very cute and gorgeous.
3: Love you guys.
4: You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around.